Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. EYL, we on the road again. Yeah, um, we out you, the green room. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> we in the, 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 the great, well, it's not even a state, territory. Yeah. Of Washington yeah. D.C., the, the nation's capital, District of Columbia, for sure. We just, we literally just finished an event that we had our first crazy. of our weekend events. <laughs> uh, it was crazy, crazy man. Had to sneak out of there. Nah, yeah. it was like the Beatles, man. It's like the Beatles <laughs> and Michael Jordan. It's a whole vibe, man. So shout out to everybody from DMV and the whole whole country that yeah. came to the event. And really. Capital Events a group, man. Shout out to our, our boy. Nah, uh, nah, it was, it was shout out to Shirani, man. Yeah. Shout out to Shirani, and um, so. Breaking news, breaking news. We are going to do this again in Atlanta. ATL. ATL edition. We're going to have a, a live podcast. We're going to have a workshop. We're going to, you know, we can't play around with Atlanta. So, so Atlanta going to be serious. That's going to be January 25th and January 26th. So we're going to be releasing information on that very, very soon. Yeah. But um, you saw our Atlanta guests, right? So you know. How we how we do when we come to Atlanta. It's going to be a, a whole ordeal. No, no, nah, nah, it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be a vibe. So, all right. This is an episode that we've been looking to do for yeah. a long time, and it just kind of f fell in our lap because we, you know, we we're blessed where people reach out to us now to interview them and things of that nature. Yeah. But we wanted to do a, a, a interview on the barbershop industry, right? Mm -hmm. But we didn't want to just do it with 
anybody. We wanted to do it with somebody that has a successful model, mm -hmm. somebody that has scaled their business, and somebody that can really teach the game, right? Real so, master. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, Earn Your Leash is all about just dropping gems and providing information. So, yes, one of our loyal uh, earners DM'd us and said, um, can you get him on the podcast? Gentleman's name is Wade Mendez. And um, once I looked at his page, I'm like, yeah, and I, I, I DM'd him. And he was uh, like, yeah, let's do it. So <laughs> I'll get a background. So Wade is interesting because he started off as, as a barber by trade, right? And um, that's not uh, any different from any other barber, right? Yeah. That's one mm -hmm. thing in our community is there's a lot of people that cut hair, yeah. right? I think just right. cutting hair was in accessory, right? His, <laughs> it's a long line of barbers yeah, in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he started off cutting hair. But the thing I like about him is that he's expanded his business. So – he he's he's grown his business and now he has multiple locations we'll talk about that mm -hmm. but what really 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 put him on the map and changed the game <laughs> is that um so i'm gonna call it what the streets call it and then troy gonna call it what the technical term is gotcha. so if, if 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 you're not familiar that the hottest thing in the streets right now is the is the man unit and the, the man unit is man weave man call it on the streets call it man yeah man weave that's what the streets call it no disrespect to the don't barber back community on yeah it's a man weave so it's hey, hey hold on one sec I don't want y'all zooming in right now on my head please <laughs> yeah right. so if you know that it's a, it's a common misconception oh, that I'm I'm bald I'm, I'm not bald I'm light skinned and I have a, a a short haircut I have a Caesar. I still grow hair. It's the emoji. Bro. I'm about to I'm about to grow my hair back. But, emoji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um Troy Troy is bald. Troy Why is bald. you gotta always announce it, man? I think they can see nah, that. Nah, nah, it is it is what it is. I'm bald. I'm no, I have uh recession. Yeah. Technical term. Deep, yeah, yeah. deep, deep right. recession. So right. so so what happened? Type of recession. So what happened for years and especially, you know, black men, you know, um just rock the bald head. But recently um, a lot of men have been getting a second chance of life, yeah. <laughs> and least, um, you know least. you can have um, a hairpiece, yeah. and it's it's actually looks pretty dope. Like I've seen it, and um, you can style it, you can cut it, you can put parts in Wash it. Wash it. It's a whole yeah. it's a whole vibe. Yeah. And um, Wade was one of the the first that really blew it up mm -hmm. on social media, yeah. and he became extremely successful. He's been a Black Enterprise, been a, a bunch of different publications. Yeah, Vice, Essence, Rachel Roy. HBO, yeah, BT, NPR. Um, they wrote about him. He made over half a million dollars last year. Fresh million, off a good day, New York. Yeah, yeah, run, yeah, yeah, yeah runs yeah. a whole million dollar operation. So we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get in depth and. Um, but we gotta correct the, the, the name though. Oh yeah, you talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. right, So, please, so please. it is a man weave on the streets, but it's also known as a hair unit or a cranial parathesis. Parathesis. Did I say it right? Prothesis. Prothesis. I was close. Yeah, a, you a cranial close. prosthesis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So first and foremost, um, thank Formerly you. Formerly known as a toupee, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of them, yeah. Uh, thank yeah, you. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate hey, it. Hey man, my pleasure. My pleasure for being here. Thank y'all for having me. For sure. sure. So can we? All right. So yeah. can we talk about your journey? Because like I said, the barber conversation is interesting. Because how I look at it in our communities is that w there's like three businesses that black entrepreneurs want to start: mm -hmm. barbershop, hair salon. Right, clothing store, some sort of fashion, and a restaurant. Yeah, those are like the three, like go-to businesses, right? Yeah. And I always say that um, the only problem with the barbershop and the the uh, the restaurants and the clothing store is that they all can be scalable, but ninety-five percent of the time they're not scalable. Mm. They stay just local mom and pop, and it's hard to really make a lot of money when you you don't have a scalable model 
but you do have a scalable model. So first and foremost, how did you get started in the barbershop industry, barber industry? And um, when did that turn? Like, when did you start to look at it and to say, okay, I can actually make this into a multi or a million dollar plus operation? Well, I mean, I, um, you know, barbering is running a family. Um, my great grandfather had a barbershop. My grandfather could cut, my dad could cut, my uncle could cut. Um, and I, it, 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 it went to me. I started cutting my hair when I was 12. So it was a situation where I tried different things, kind of got in the industry because it was my passion, but I didn't know you could make bread with this. I didn't know you can make money with, uh, with barbering like that. Cause I never seen an example of somebody really making, taking it seriously and really making money and, and trying to make some things, some things happen. So it wasn't like something that I got into for the money. I got into it for, for the passion and for the impact that it has on people, you know what I mean? And I think that, you know, once you, uh, when you, when you focus on those things, money will come. But I think every year I just progressed. I just got, got better and, and gained more because I was pushing myself more every year. You know, I never, I, I got a fear of being complacent. I never just want to be complacent. So every year I was pushing myself to do more and think more so from behind the chair, just not at the local barbershop, but like, you know, I started cutting, uh, different celebrities traveling to met Lil Mo in barber school, and um, and from there, you know, what I'm saying tra traveling, meeting different celebrities, cutting for BET awards, different award shows uh, with BET TV One, different stuff like that or whatever. And I I just didn't never I didn't necessarily want to be a normal barber at a barber shop, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, how can I take this to the next level? And then started getting to the hair units, um, you know, actually, uh, so. So I actually, uh, I, a little quick story. There was a young lady uh, I was dating, whatever, um, and we actually, uh, yeah. Well, all right. So let me go back. <laughs> let me go. So my boy, yeah. him and his wife got a shop in Chicago. She a hairstylist, he a barber. He was like, bro, I'm making so much bread doing weaves. He was like, man, she, my, my wife taught me how to do weaves. So I, I for women. For women, okay, okay, okay. Cause you know you can only you you can only charge with so much as a barber right. on each yeah, head. Yeah. But before before dudes is like, nah, bro, I'm not paying that. So <laughs> I'm like, and you cap out as as far as how much you can make, you know. And so he was like, man, how, uh, he was like, yo, you need to get into this because I'm making like four hundred dollars a head now. Hmm. So I told my girl at the time, she was like, oh, you're yeah. not doing That's that. How, then, what would the stigma be uh, if you? Oh doing yeah, this yeah, ways? yeah. So there was that, and then she was like, I don't trust them girls. They gonna be. All you know, trying to hit oh, on you and all that stuff like my that. Head too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I, I felt back. I was like, all right, I ain't gonna do it. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I just kind of prayed. I was like, all right, all right, God. Like I'm, a, I'm, I'm manifest. So I was like, all right, how am I gonna make more money without killing myself? And so, did you own your stop shop at this point? In time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this time, I had one shop. Okay, I didn't have the second location yet. Um, and so I ain't gonna lie. So the shop thing, you know, unless you're doing commission as a barber. You really not making a whole lot of money off no barbershops. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I just I'll be honest about that. So you know? how how do we go? Because I know like you've studied here. Like you went you went to the Avra Academy uh, for hair, yep. hair design, right? This is out of high school, right? Yep. And well, I, I went to college for a year and a half, and then I went to barber school. Okay. Yeah. And so, what was the process of getting your first job? That that was the W loft. Yeah, the okay, W so hair loft. So yep. What's the process of even getting that? All right, so um, actually, I, I actually had an event this to, earlier today. I was talking, telling, sh uh, sharing my story. So, I had um, I had went, did a salon suite for two years. I outgrew that because it's like a one little small room that you in by yourself. Mm -hmm. 
So I had some clients was like, man, you need to get your own shop because this room is cramping. You know, it's, it's, we crammed up in here. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? One of the ain't yeah, no waiting yeah, room. Yeah, nah, ain't no waiting room. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in the hallway with the waiting room. So um, I went to the bank, got the nod. Uh, they was like, nah, we can't give you any money to open no spot or whatever. So I just started stacking my money and just saving. Is that typical? Like if I wanted to open a barbershop, banks are like, nah, we're not trying to give you loans? Most most times, unless you have something to show for. At the time I didn't I didn't I didn't own a house or I didn't have it. I didn't really no have assets, much. Really. Yeah, I didn't have no assets. Okay. So um so I said I started saving money, but then I had it was like almost like I had two two angels that came like, hey man, what's it gonna take for you to get a shop? They gave me twenty thousand dollars. And from that point, like so angel investors, like yeah, they nah, they literally, I felt like God sent them as angels. Both. I'm gonna tell you this. So they was like, hey, we going, we going, we going, we we gonna get you this this money. You gonna cut our hair for free, and you are gonna pay us back monthly. I gave them four monthly installments, man, and they would not cast the check to this day. And that's eight years ago. They have not oh, wow. cast the check. And they van- it's almost like they vanished because I don't even talk to them no more. They ain't at- like, they gone. What, was, was one of the name Michael? <laughs> that is unheard of. But I say that to say, when you following your passion and you and you doing what your purpose, you know, following fulfilling your purpose, there's always going to be provision that's made for you. You know what I'm saying? And like whether it's like you getting out there and going after it or things coming to you, you can't be lazy though. You gotta go after what you what you what you want. But at the end of the day, you know, I tried to build a brand that's you know respectable. People, you know, just respect what I was doing, and it was like, man, they wanted to see me go go to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that was that was the the, the, the first thing to get that shop. Yeah. But the hair unit stuff, man, that was an answer to a prayer. There was a young lady at the shop. Um, you know, after after a while, I got the shop or whatever. I had people in there, had a whole team and everything. And she came in there and was like pulling our hair out the bag. Like Afro hair, and was adding it to. Uh, she was she was a loctician, so she was adding it to two people's locks. And I was like, man, I didn't even know they sold that type of hair. So from there, it was like a light bulb went off, and I was like, all right, we got to do this for guys that's mm. that's losing their hair, you know. And I didn't know it at the time, but it just started becoming the thing. And then it's like now I'm able to, you know, make you know a lot of money off of one person as opposed to that. Me cutting one, one uh, cutting all day, and I only made six, seven hundred dollars. But I can make that off of one person now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That you said you said something that was interesting. If we could just go back to the um barbershop conversation. So you said yep. that unless you have a commission, you can't really make money in a barbershop, right? No. Nah. So there's two di- there's two different types of business models of barbershops, right? Rent and commission. And Is commission, that? Yeah. Can you explain? Well, the rent obviously is like you have five barbers and they're paying you oh, chair rent. rent. Yeah, they're yeah, paying yeah, like five hundred dollars a month or something like that. Yeah. What's the commission model? You're getting commission a piece is of, you getting a, a piece of every person that walked through that door. So every time you I get a cut, you get a I piece. Get of, a, you I actually get a, get a cut. I get a percentage of that. Of that, yes. So as a business owner for a barbershop, and a lot of people are gonna be, oh, I want my own shop. I want my own shop. Now it's cool to have a shop just for the look. That's what you just want. You don't want to make no money. Like you just want it to pay for itself. All right, that's what you want. All right, cool. But if you if you're really trying to profit as a business owner, you have to either have a big shop that has a lot of chairs in there. There's a lot of people paying booth rent, mm-hmm. or you got to have a, com- uh, a commission based model. Um, now, for my first two, I did not do that. I did, you know, booth rent, and so. They pay for this. So I told my boys all the time, I said, I feel like I, I got two community centers. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, but at the same time, I'm being able to help others. And I feel like that's why I'm getting blessed now because I've 
imparted and I helped other people get get money. I mean, I've, I got I mad barbers that came to my shop. I trained them. Now they got their own spots and yeah. stuff like that. So it's cool. But I said my next time, I'm you know, I got to make, you know, thinking more business minded. So in these, in these last maybe, uh, I would say two to three years, man, I've really been trying to build systems and put systems in place that make money for me in my sleep. So that's why I got the book. That's why I got the online classes. That's why I have um, you know, the network, I have a referral network where I, I send out barbers. I mean, I send out, uh, people that have taken my class, I send out, uh, uh, clients to you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so I take a percentage of that and just building systems and building things. Um, you know, I just always been trying to just multiple streams of income, multiple yeah. streams, man. You, you said, streams. you said something very interesting, right? So in a W, uh, the W hair loft, right at the time, yeah, yeah. um, you, you had a, a client, a celebrity client, that kind of changed the way for you. Because what yeah. you're saying now, it sounds like, obviously, you branded yourself. Yeah. But you said yeah. Little Mo yeah. played yeah. a big part in, in you realizing that, man. man. Shout out to Little Mo. So yeah. how, how did that happen? So uh, it's funny. Uh, shout out to my boy Elliot. Man. I did a cut on him, and she saw it. And uh, she was like, oh, who cut your hair? And I was still in barber school at the time. Mm-hmm. She was coming to barber school. You know, and it was crazy. Everybody's like, "Yo, little more at your bar- at the barber school." Is this like, like put it on me time, or just a little bit after? No, nah, it was after. Uh, um, uh, uh, let's get married. What's the Ooh, job? Yeah, the job of fast. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's a- yeah. So that was still pretty much a hit for her, you know, at yeah. the time. And um, so I'm low-key starstruck at because I ain't never <laughs> cut no celebrity at that point. I yeah. was like, yo, this is crazy. I'm shaking. I'm like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Because she was getting like a little taper in the back of her neck. And I think she wanted to design. So I started cutting her singers, background uh, dancers and all that stuff or whatever. And then we used to start traveling. She started introducing me. She, I, I met Baby, Lil Wayne. Um, Diddy, like mad people, will start cutting Juan Dixon through her, and then from there it just start growing. Maryland legend, yeah. nah, man, nah. <laughs> nah, Maryland man. legend. And so yeah, then I start, I got connected uh, with somebody at BET, and I started doing like a lot of the BET events and BET awards and stuff like that from there. So, so all right, so the barbershop, right? Um, you were saying that so for the units is anywhere from like two hundred to eight hundred. Yeah, but a, a hair, more, it could be a little more than that, depending. Oh. Depending. <laughs> yeah. but, on how severe? Well, it depends. Yo, why you gotta look at me? Right, wait, no, no, bro, listen. So if you was like, yo, I could grow, now you still grow hair. You yeah, just, yeah, you yeah. You cut yeah. it bald because you just want to you want bald hair. My, br- my brother right. told me something important. Right. He said, dictate the look. Don't let the look dictate that's you. That's it, bro. That's, 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 he that's, cut it, he that's cut it ball because he had no choice. No, no. no he could have rocked it. This is a hair professional, a specialist. You're not going to do this to me here. No, but if safe as you, because there's some people that have alopecia, they can't grow no hair. They that's got scarring alopecia, different types of things. And so if you get in a custom unit, that's going to be around about nine or so. So that means you can't grow nothing. I that's the whole joint. The whole piece, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and it, then if you want dreads, it just get it get, it get up there. But so, yeah. but for a bar, so for a haircut, it was like, well, the average barber in New York, Twenty five dollars, yeah, right? That's yeah, average. Yeah, That's yeah, average. Yeah. Kids yeah. cut is twenty five. So I always wondered. I always <laughs> yeah. wondered, like, you st- and you standing up all day too. Yeah, I got battling back your back. Yeah, now it's battling your back. It. People don't even realize that. Yeah. So you standing up all day, and you work on Saturdays. You work on Friday nights. Yeah. You don't really have a good schedule as a barber, and you work nights a lot of times, and you're not really making that much money. If you think about, it, like, even if you have fifteen, and that's a lot because yeah. that's like you, yeah. you know, that's like fifteen hours. Times that times twenty five. That's not a lot of money. Yeah. So and you got to do that every day. Everybody's yeah. not getting a cut every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you transition to to the units. 
Um, I can I, I want to say something real quick. All right. So before I was even doing units, though, so I was I was cutting. Um, I was doing haircuts pretty much for about thirty thirty five dollars a head, right? But and I told my always all the time, you have to promote yourself and brand yourself. I was already making six figures before I even started doing any units. How? Because I was cutting all day. I was put. I wasn't lazy. Literally, I'll be in there from eight o'clock to one, two, three o'clock in the morning. You no. know what I'm saying? See, I heard I heard this model the other day. Uh, shout out to um, MG. He was saying that he got there's a special rate if you get it after eight o'clock. You doing some something people, like I, that? I, I I would do some. I would do that sometimes. Yeah. So the, the twenty five dollar yeah. cut if you got to come like on a nine thirty at night, like mm -hmm. that's gonna cost you fifty now. Yeah, yeah. But I also was heavy before this too. Uh, I I know this. I was also doing the Beijing. Beijing. Beijing oh, the Beijing was colors. huge. It was really in Atlanta. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Atlanta, it was. It was huge. A, yeah, but I'm saying it was it was huge out here too. I had, a lot of people was getting getting that. That's when and you so the darker the dye yeah, when you yeah, die yeah, when you color. Carlos yeah. Boozer did yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. And I had I had mad cl clients that, that that would tip because I only do appointments. I wasn't doing walk-ins, so they would give me twenty dollar tips and stuff like that. I mean, so at the end of the day, you know, you add that up, you know, and so yeah, uh, and selling products because we got to think. You got to think about you know a lot of barbers don't. Uh, sell their clients the product. They trust you. I come to you every week. I trust what you're going to tell me to buy for my head. Like, mm -hmm. so if you got dry scalp or shampoo, moisturizer, pomade, different stuff like that, do rags, brushes, you know, yeah, people going to buy from you because you're your barber. I feel like and most, it's convenient. Every barber I, I, I think that I've encountered has only looked at it as being a barber. Like, they never, they're not hair specialists. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's like a lot of them are businessmen. Yeah. That's like, true. like what you said just makes yeah. so much sense. Um, but it's not times people don't think about it. It's like, if I'm already, if you're going to come to me every single week to get your hair cut, why are you going to go to CVS to get shampoo? Mm -hmm. You might as well get your shampoo and your conditioner and your hair grease from me. I buy a wholesale and I can make a profit off of that. That's another exactly. income. Right, yeah, you've scaled it. Exactly. So yeah. you was already making six figures as a barber. Yeah, before the year. But then you just yeah. realized it was just too much manual labor yes. for yeah. the amount of money you was yeah. making. I, I actually got to the point, man, well, um, I was losing time with my family. Like I went through a divorce and all that stuff, and part of that we well, helped break us up was because I was always working. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My mother to this day has a she we we working on it, but she had she was very upset with me because I spent so much time working. I wasn't there for her when she went through cancer, like she wanted mm -hmm. me to. You know what I'm saying? Wow, wow. And so like it's a I, I spent a lot of time grinding, but at the same time, like okay, I can't spend all day at the shop, especially yeah. when you gonna have a family. You, you know kids and all that stuff or whatever um so yeah the whole making more off of each person is is the key all right so now we're gonna go into the next segment we're gonna talk about how you how you blew up and your transition to to where you are now for sure man all right so now we're gonna go into um all right so you found out about the units right mm -hmm. how'd you find out about it well, from from the young lady, but was that Br Brittany? Brittany. Is that name? Yeah, oh, Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, shout out to Brittany, man. She actually just uh, game changer. She just went in and got her barber's license. She out here cutting out too, from what I understand. Nice, 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 nice. Hey, so no, but uh, so what happened was, you know, she, the the she gave me some advice on some stuff, but then I had to go and take a little class with a dude in Atlanta named Nell Styles. So everybody couldn't give, you know, everybody couldn't. Um, get the the sewing thing so i went and did the quick weave version with him and then i went to another lady named tony love and learned her technique and different things like that so it was like but then i had to get back home and do a lot of trial and error like you know so at the end of the day like 
I educated myself in different arenas for different things. Um, and then I kind of created my own out of that, you know? And so that's how I kind of got introduced to that whole world. Okay. You know? So, all right. But what really blew you up is that you, you also a good marketer as well. Right. So yeah. at what point, cause you had like 140,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, all right. So you start to, at what, all right. So you start to implement it in your business. Can you talk about that? Like the beginning stages and like, what was your marketing plan? Because, now it's acceptable, but people was kind of, I assume, a little hesitant about yeah, that. Yeah, so, like, yeah. what was your marketing plan as far as, like, to get it out there? Man, consistency is everything, you know? And I, I think that, um, you know, when I first put it out there, yeah, it was talked about, but at the same time, there was a lot of people, like, sliding in my DMs, like, bro, what's that? What do you, I get that, you <laughs> know is, what I'm saying? The so, wizard, yeah, the wizard of so DC. Anything you put, <laughs> you present to people and keep it in, in their, in their, for, in their, in their sight, it becomes normalized after a while. You know what I'm saying? You keep you keep putting it in front of them. It's like, all right, you know, it's not it's not so bad. And over time, it just was like, all right, I'm gonna try it now. And so, um, it just it's something that just kind of grew for real. So, so what, did, what? And you, okay. Yeah. And, and, but but and also the like trying to just pr promote uh, and put quality work up. You know, so that I mean, consistency and having quality is going to bring value to whatever you're doing. Now I love what you said because that's so true, and people don't fully understand it. It's like as long as you're consistent, people will buy in. Yeah. Eventually. It happens all the time. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like even music, like you might not like a song, but you hear it enough and it's not that bad to you anymore. Mm -hmm. Or food. You start to eat a food enough and it's like, okay. And it's like people, they always, they, they might laugh at it at first, but now it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Because it's like your favorite celebrity got it. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Well. That's what I was going to say. It's like there's a certain connotation that comes with men that are doing this, but We've been seeing our women doing this for years. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because it's $2.5 billion was, was spent last year on uh, women, uh, weaves, extensions, and wigs mm -hmm. for black women, just yeah, black just women. Black women. Yeah. So $2.5 billion, it might even be more than that. Yeah, but sure. it's a huge industry. So to see it now on the men's side, and they say like almost, I think 60 or 70% of black men experience some form of hair loss after mm -hmm. 30, something like that. Yeah. So it's very common. Oh, it's common. I mean, I've got kids, man. I got people as young as twelve years old, like losing oh, their hair, alopecia, uh, you know, whatever, you know, different things, man. Just happening. It's 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 a big thing. So when, when when did it take off for you? Like when did you really start to hit your stride? I would say um, last year, like the beginning of last year is really eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. It really it really took off to the next level. It was like a gradual. You know, it was a, a gradual um, scale, but you know, last year was probably when it really went off. What what made it like really go out the park? I mean, I think the more reposts I got, like whether it was uh, World Star or you know those those repost apps, I mean uh, pages or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then then when Vice News, H uh, HBO, and all that happened. It just went to that next level. It was like viral at that point. How'd you, you know how'd, how'd you get the press? Like, how'd you, did you pay for that? Uh, no, um, no. Repost I, or actually, actually publicist? No, no, no. Actually, I got a publicist after that. Um, okay. But so from, um, I guess the people from Vice, they were looking for, um, you know, some new stories. I don't know how they, they got me. I think one of my guys in New York, um, uh, John Cotton, had, had said something to them. I'm not sure exactly who or how it happened, uh, but... They were doing a story on on the hair units because they, they saw it on online. 
And so me being one of the pioneers for it, they they hit me up and was like, hey, we want to uh, do this documentary on you. Now, you had to come up with a technique to actually get this done, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. like when you first tried, it was like, uh, well, that didn't work. How long yeah. was the process before you like, you know what, I perfected this? Oh, man. I mean, I, I, did, I started about five years ago with this. So, I mean, I'm really just getting the last three, two to three years. I'm, I'm actually just starting to get to the point where I'm super confident with it because there's still there were still a lot of unknowns. Even as I was progressing and getting more popular for it, there were still things I'm like, you know, still trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and as a barber, anybody will tell you, man, I don't care. You, you've been growing. You've been. And this is when you stop growing. That's where you need to be scared. But as a barber, you you learn different techniques all the time. Mm. You, you know, it's different things all the time. And if you stop growing, then it's, it's a wrap for you. You know, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. keep growing. And what you said is just not even just barbers, just in life in, in general, life, right? Yeah. Any, any type of business, um, you always have to sharpen your tool. And this is a business podcast. So this goes for anybody that's listening, no matter mm-hmm. what profession you're in, you can never be complacent. Yeah. Because there's always new technology. There's always something new. And yeah, this is a prime example. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. You, you got to stay on point. But yeah, also, man. I want people to understand is like, see the catchy headline that um, I think it was Black in the Party. It's like, you made a half a million dollars last year being mm-hmm. a, doing uh, man units. But that's not, that doesn't tell the whole story because you scaled the business. So you teach classes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I do I do classes. I started doing the classes probably about a year after I really started doing my first unit, mm-hmm. um, because it was once I was post, I was posting uh, on social media and people were like, man, please teach me, teach me what you're doing, you know. And I do my classes because there was one particular person that was doing the the units before me, um, and they were uh, they were doing pretty well with them or whatever, but they would not teach me. Um, and they, yeah, wow. like, yeah, for whatever reason, I asked twice. They, they, they curved me. It was like, no. So I started doing the classes because I didn't want to, I didn't want people, people hit me up and I'm curving them and like, nah, I'm not teaching you just because I'm trying to car- corner the market. And I'm like, man, that's, you can't be blessed like that. So I'm like, man, anything I got, I'm going to share it. And when you, I was listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's, he's deceased now, but one of the, one of the best motivational speakers that ever lived, I feel like, you know, but anyway. He was talking about if you have a talent, man, how many people have you cultivated? How many people have you trained to be better than you, if not like you, but better than you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that shows that that shows your impact, you know, man. And I want to leave legacy, man. I don't want to just be all oh, he's he was a good barber. Oh, he did good with them units. But now I want to leave some people back that's going to keep this thing going. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to train people and cultivate other people, man. I'm not I'm not intimidated like by other people's gifting. Yeah. So I I'm always going to help other people to get to that next level or go f- go further than me. This you sounds like a, a, like some of our guests, man. And yeah. it's a valuable lesson is and being an entrepreneur is how do you replicate yourself? Yeah, you got to. The, the you quicker you can do that, then the quicker you can scale. Well, exactly. also, we, we just had an episode where we talked about multiple streams of income. Yeah. And we were saying that a lot of the, the misconception with a lot of people is that they think they need seven different occupations or seven different businesses mm-hmm. to create seven streams of income. But it's like we always say, you don't really need, you just need one thing that you do really well and mm-hmm. then branches off of that. So, yeah. so if like yeah. for you, and correct me if I'm wrong. So like yeah. you got the you, you you got the the barbershop, right? Mm-hmm. That's like where it all started at. Yep. So that's a, that's always going to be the stream of income. And then mm-hmm. you have now you have multiple barbershops. So yeah. you get paid from barbers that are in your shop, right? Yeah. So that's that's two streams of income. The mm-hmm. barbershop, you're getting paid from the barbers. You 
you actually cut hair and put in the units yourself, Mas- yeah. right? Yeah. But now you teach classes, yeah. So that's, that's four. Yeah. You wrote a book. Book, that's yeah. five. Don't forget the products. Sell products. The products. That's right. six. Because so, that's yeah. crazy, right? Like yeah. if you if you think about it, right? Like you're you're actually putting the products in that you have to use to yeah. keep the upkeep yeah. on the units. Yeah, and yeah. then you actually the, the the people that you train, you said you send clients to them sometimes, yeah, then you get way. a commission off of that. Yeah. So that's seven streams. Oh, there's another yeah. one because you have relationships with brands. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so you yeah, got yeah. the Palmers and yeah, Shea Butter Shea, and Shea Moistly, partnerships yeah. with Walmart. Yeah. yeah. So there's another stream. Yeah. <laughs> but it all but, yeah. but, but but it all comes yeah, back to facts. one thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Almost forgot Barbara. about that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Hold on. I was like, yo, <laughs> hold on. So yeah. can, can we can we talk oh, about that? The uh, brand the brand yeah. partnerships? How did how did that come about? Yeah, honestly, man, um there was and this is about, you know, just you being a brand. Um people just I met people. There was one guy named Damar. He um you know, he has those relationships with Walmart and he was like, bro, you know, I'm gonna connect you with these people. And they saw what I was doing and they was like, oh, we love them. You know, we love your presentation on, online. You know, we want you to work with us. And so being professional, like trying to be professional, when I, like that first initial time that I worked with Walmart, you know, they loved my vibe. They loved, you know, what I was doing. I tried to be professional, uh, you know, present, represent, you know, the correct way. And they just kept hiring me, and then it just branched off to other things. And then so you you promote one product, other people, other products and sponsors are seeing you online too. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we want you to help. You know, yeah, do, people want to spend with money us. with people you know who are spending exactly. money. But so. that's what I love about social media too. It's yeah. like before social media, celebrities were only musicians mm-hmm. and actors, yep. and you know, yeah. celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> athletes, yeah. things of that nature. But now, you could be a celebrity barber. You could mm-hmm. be a celebrity teacher. You could be a celebrity real estate broker. Yeah. You could even be a celebrity podcaster. That's yeah. A fact. <laughs> That's a fact. No, it's not. That's but right. now, but it's because it's, it's like yeah. now brands will pay you to post on social media yeah. and you can do ad campaigns. And it's like that would have never happened before the power of social media. So yeah. I always say social media is like the great equalizer. Yeah. And if used properly, yeah. has a lot of power. It does. Yeah. Has it a does. lot of power. I know. I, I know my brand is not it is only where it is uh, because of. God and social media, honestly, like for yeah. real. I mean, you you can make a post and people all over the world can see the joint, like in a matter of minutes. So it's like, man, like, what better can you get? Like, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. One of the things you talk about, especially in branding, is changing the terminology of, yeah. of the hair care industry, right? Yeah. So like, and you know, when we talk, it's like, yo, your wig got pushed back, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like you, yeah. like you're saying, like, yo, the, the it is the area of recession, even the the cranial yeah. piece. Like, is that a conscious effort that you made to change the stigma? Yeah, I I had to. I have to. Because, I mean, people, and I tell people even in my classes, because your terminology and what you call something can turn a person off or it can put it, or it can be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, how we we represent things and how we talk about it is big. You know, uh, we are visual people. We are people that, you know, the way you talk about something, it, it, it you know, it gets in, it gets in your, in your, in your soul, it gets in your spirit for real. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, how we represent it, I think is, is everything, you know? No, that's, that's something that I learned early on. I'm a financial mm-hmm. advisor and um, yeah. like even early on, we're going to different sales classes, stuff like that. I learned that um, language is extremely important. Yeah. yeah. It's extremely important. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of times, like you'll say, like, let's say one product is a hundred dollars. Another product is $50, right? Instead of saying, this one is more expensive. It's richer. Mm-hmm. You say it's richer, <laughs> rich. Yeah, people want to be rich. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so by, 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 by saying it's richer, <laughs> yeah. it makes it seem like it has a higher quality. Yeah. And now you're more enthused 
to pay for a hundred dollars instead of fifty. But if yeah. I said this is more expensive, of course you're gonna go with the cheap item, which yeah. naturally trains. So yeah. it's very true. It's yeah. and that's another that's another um business gym for people to understand is like be careful man. how you speak and mm -hmm. be careful how you describe things because like you could really sell anything if you if you, you describe it yeah. correctly. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's all it's all about in the wording. So but one thing we're gonna go into the next the, the last segment, but before we, we do, I wanted to ask you a question. Cause I see this now. A lot of barbers are following this trend. Where I looked on your um your link tree, mm -hmm. and it's like um you you only work by appointments, right? That's all. I, I don't got time for walk-ins, man. For the nonsense, <laughs> right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. no, that's it. That's important. You're not, you're not trying to talk about who the best basketball player is. Ah, uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> all business. Nah, I got, yeah, I got other things to worry about. I, I'm glad. I'm glad barbers really started to implement that, and I hope yeah. more do oh because God. um, yeah. it sets it sets a professional trend. Yeah. Right. And can you talk about that? Like how, because now even people, I'm sure mm -hmm. they'll look at you different. Yeah. They'll respect your time. Cause people come late. Yeah. People, they do all kinds of stuff. You so know I, I really see it as a benefit, mm -hmm. obviously being, well, I, I cut my own hair now, right? right. But having children yeah. and having to sit around and wait, yeah, you know, it's yeah. nothing like you got a four year old and you got to wait yeah. six, six people before you can get a yeah. cut. Like yeah. we're done. He's yeah. in your chair. Well, like, I, yeah. I only I only it's go crazy. Thursday nine o'clock. Shout out to my barber Bubs. Bubs, what I, up? I can't play. I can't play a game. I, I don't have time to hear you lying on Saturday morning about. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he was in front of you, yo. Yeah. Yo, bro, nah, nah, he came before you <laughs> came, bro. I used to do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you, you lose track of who came first, yeah, yeah. and then it's just like a whole bunch of you war stories. And yeah, and then it's somebody like, come with a hundred dollars, like, all right, I'm gonna let you in front. Like, yeah. Nah, so, nah. so when did you realize that you had to structure and run your business like a business, not just like a side hustle type I'm, vibe? I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. When I first started and got out of barber school, I, I I experienced where I was doing some walk-ins and stuff like that. And I hated the fact that people was jangling keys because I'm, you know, or doing they was jittery because I'm they waiting too long and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It made my nerves bad. Like, oh, I can't, I can't fool uh, with looking so, at your watch. Yeah, yeah, doing it like you Come know, on, breathing man. hard, like yeah, you like, know he wasn't like, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, man, you know what? I'm about to do this appointment thing. It was maybe I may have been a bar, out of barber school maybe two or three months, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do the appointment thing, and I started just. Having people eat, I first started with the book because all these booking apps wasn't out back then, and so I started with like the, just a schedule book. Y'all make your appointments. That's that. That's that or whatever. Then we did the. Um, I think Bizzling was the the, the the next thing that I went on, but it set. It 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 just helped so much. People wasn't texting me, like they could just go on the line online and just make their appointment. But then you you know at that time it was a lot of people that was like, oh no, nah, I ain't trying to do that. Like I'm gonna just call you. I'm gonna just text you. They ain't want to go through those. Yeah, the, the numbers on the Yeah. <laughs> so, but now it's getting to the point where a lot of people is a lot of barbers are doing it, and it's just it sets you apart, man. It's professional. You don't have to have the, have people texting you at all times of the night. Yeah. People just go on your on your website and just book whatever's open. And and they pay beforehand. And they pay. They put a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a, put a card easier. beforehand. It tells you the tip yeah. and everything. Exactly. All we that. ain't got a guess. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's it's you know, professionalism is going to set you apart. You know, from being the the the, the regular you know barber from around the way. And you go into that next level, so it's like going to the dentist. You just don't yeah. randomly go to the dentist. Yeah. You gotta make you gotta make an yeah. appointment. You can't just yeah. walk in there. You can't exactly. just sit walk around. <laughs> yeah, if yep. you do, you're gonna be sitting there for ten hours. Exactly. <laughs> I'll get to you when I get to you. Who's exactly. next? Exactly. All right. So in the last time we're gonna talk about scaling and um, where we go from here to 2020, 2021, 2022. <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> for sure. All right. So um, where do we go from here? Like, what's the scaling? Because that's another thing too. Is like. Um, You've you've created multiple streams of income. You've mm -hmm. elevated yourself, but 
now the next step in any business has to be how do you like how do you expand it right because it's never a thing where you can be complacent in business so what's the what's the scaling model for you moving forward well now it's more so like i'm like i'm doing the atlanta um location you know and building shops that you know um we're not doing the more bootfront shops, but <laughs> yeah, just building, having locations and commission, bar- commission shops, commission yeah. shops, yeah, um, and also just building the just building the brand and not just being a Maryland thing, yeah. but different regions, different countries, different things did you, like that. Did you whatever. choose Atlanta intentionally? I feel like that is yeah. a, like the hub of black hair care, right? So I, t- I went off of uh, where my my big markets are. Mm-hmm. So Atlanta is a big one for me. New York is a big one for me. Um, and then, you know, I plan to go to LA, Houston, different, different places like that. Um, so being strategic in, in where I placed it, understanding my markets, you know what I mean? So, um, that's why, I, yeah, Atlanta is the, that's why I, uh, you, you, chose oh, that you have the master class, right? So that's the mm-hmm. one way that you also are scaling. It says mm-hmm. that you have over 500 students. Yeah. How does that work? Do they come to Atlanta or do they come to DC and well, what happens? When so they it go? depends. I, I, most of my classes are based in the DMV. But I do tours here and there. I'm working. For, I'm working on my 2020 tour right now. I did one uh, this year in 2019. I went to uh, Barbados. I went to Canada. I went to uh, man. Every pretty much. I went. I was in Georgia. I was in New York, uh, Ohio, Chicago, different places like that. You know what I mean? And so, just set the tour out. I mean, set the dates out, and people just like you know they sign up, and then we there. Florida, I did Florida as well. What happens? So when we get there, what are we seeing? Uh, are you like uh, teaching now, us how to? So I do uh, a lecture and okay. talk about you know I, it's because it's different terms, it's different things, um, insurance options. So people, if somebody wanted to, uh, savings, you want to get one, you want to get one, but you want to use your insurance to get it. I teach people how to accept insurance, oh. how to do that that type of thing. As um, health insurance. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, because it's it, no it, health insurance some covers what's, what's that. What's some, some people's plan cover it. Oh, so like, not everybody's. If I have like alopecia. Yeah. Yeah. If you had yeah, because it's alopecia. Yeah. If you've had alopecia, cancer, or something, you know, like a sickness that caused you to lose what your is, hair. What is alopecia? So it's, it's when people lose their hair, Just man. Like, it, so it's different. Hair. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's hair loss, but it's like different types of alopecia. You have scarring alopecia where it leaves scars. Uh, alopecia areata was like in different spots. The spots, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's different. It's different types. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, from a healthcare standpoint, mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we t- we I deal with that, and I actually do live models where I show them how to put the piece on. Uh, do make we make some units. We make some of the units in class. Um, man, it, it covers a lot, man. And a lot of a lot one, of one day. In one day, it's like a six to seven hour class. Uh, a lot of people be like, man, that's the best class I ever, I ever taken. So I mean, that's cool, you know, for me. So. And, and one of the things that these these uh, units do, it obviously, you know, it's a transformative look. But mm-hmm. the the testimonials, oh man, that I I, I saw, man, how to talk to us about that, man? Nah, it's it's it literally, you know, because I not only do men, but I also do women. I'd be having brothers about to tear up, you know, and be like, man, I ain't seen my hair since I was sixteen, like you know, and. Uh, wives even commenting or uh, uh, sending me messages, man, you know, thank you because my, my husband had PTSD and was depressed for a long time. And now because he has hair, his confidence has is, is gone up. And now he's taking me out on dates like, you know, thank you because he treat me better now. Mm. You know what I mean? Different stuff like that. One lady uh, the other week, I think she had cancer or something. She didn't tell me exactly what was going on, but I know it was something. Um, and 
she she got her unit down and started crying, man. Like she had me tearing up. And I was like, bro, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, this is the most beautiful I ever felt in my life. Wow. You know what I mean? Her daughter like like the, you know like the heaving cry like, like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, I'm like, oh man, y'all got chill. Like this is crazy. <laughs> but you know, it's lives that are impacted. You know, from this, just from having hair, man. The hair is a big thing, though. No, it's to big. A lot of people, you know. It's big. And so being able to you know, uh, fulfill my purpose, man. It's like so fulfilling. And even when I'm like talking to other barbers and just people just in general, like, cause that's, that's people that be like, man, I watching what you're doing. You inspire me. You're motivating me. That's the fuel that I, that keep me going. Cause people are like, man, you, you know, you, you, you never sit still, but it's like, I can't because there's so many lives and so many people that's been touched, you know? And I just want to, I want to make my impact while I'm here, man. Like, I gotta make sure I do all I can while I'm still living. I don't want to be just wasting time and just be, you know. I take time for myself too, though. You know, I take vacations. I travel a lot. Like I just came back from Israel. Like I was in China the other week. Like that's you know what I'm saying. Is that something you had to learn? Because obviously you said in the past, yeah, there was yeah, some yeah, relationships. yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. I, I these last couple of years, man, I've been, I've been learning that, and I just stopped a little bit. But for this pretty much this whole year, I was taking a one week off every month. You know, just to kind of give my give myself that balance, you know, um, just to woosah, whether it's taking a trip for a couple of days, come right back. Like, you know, what I mean, just go sit on the beach, relax, different things like that. You know, let me ask you. So, all right. So how does the commission system work? Like it's like 20 mm-hmm. percent for every single person that walks in the door. It's whatever percentage you make it. Now, don't don't rape the people, man. You can't. You can't <laughs> what's a fair? What's a fair percentage? You know, it depends on the, the for, for barbers, much, for barbers. Well, because it depends on how much your price levels are. Okay. So savings is like if and a lot of times if you're gonna do commission, you need to provide the people with the products too. So if I savings if I'm if I'm do fifty fifty, I'm gonna provide you with the hair, I'm gonna provide you with the products that you need to carry it out. You just you winning at that point because I'm giving you clients, you know what I mean? Even these these like bubbles and hair cuttery and you know, those those type of salons and barbershops like that, even um what's the what's the one uh God, I forgot it. But anyway, there's a lot of shops that do that. Those chain shops, they okay. all are like commission based, but that's okay. how they're able to sustain it. Like what's the big one? Supercuts? Yeah, you got supercuts. You got the largest um, one, I know. God, it's a, it's a, it's another joint that I forgot about. But anyway, yeah, man, that's that's how they're able to keep those models going. And they have franchise now. They have different locations all over the world because they're doing that. You know, and it's just now I will say a lot of barbers or especially in our community tend to shy away from commission because it's more responsibility on your end now you, you know but as opposed to just coming and showing up collecting booth rent no but now you got to do some stuff you got to promote you got to provide the product and in some cases you got to pay their taxes for them because now they are employees depending on how you set it up you know what i mean um, but when you say provide general, the product are you talking i mean it's, your, it's your product yeah so whether i'm providing the hair right. the adhesives that's needed for it um but you have your own hair the unit, the unit. I, I, no, I'm saying yeah, you have your, like I, you make it, or is it like because I know most some of them. Some of them, I, some of them I make myself, but okay. yeah, I, I I have. That's a whole nother. I have vendors, yeah, that I, <laughs> that I use yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, for sure. I was I was there because like vendors, I know a lot of people get their hair from vendors. Mm-hmm. Now you said the units cost between two hundred to six hundred dollars, right? But or yeah, seven, average, yeah, average, right? Average, yeah. But there's another cost too, the maintenance part of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think people don't know about that. So it depends on which unit you have. So there's there's levels to it, man. But if you got the um, the one to two month unit, you know the maintenance could range from fifty to a hundred dollars or so. But then if you're doing the three to four month unit, 
you got the uh, the maintenance is usually I charge anywhere from two to two fifty or so, mm-hmm. uh, and that you come every once a month or. Uh, there's some people that just come uh, once every two months. It all depends, you know. And you're still getting cuts while you have it, right? Yeah, yeah, you're still getting cuts, yeah. But so I'm at the point now, I can't really cut everybody that comes and get the unit. So I send them to my barbers or I send them out to the people in my network because a lot of people fly in to come get the service. Say, for instance, like um, like last week, I had people from Chicago, from South Carolina, um, Canada, different places like that. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I try to build a network so big that I have people that I've t- taught in different states and different cities. So, like, supercuts and all that, I just thought about something. They're charging commission, or even you, you're charging commission. How do you track who, how many people's coming in? Like, you, you're not there every day. You like got cameras, receptionists. Mm. A receptionist. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's Pizza, a lot of businesses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I say that it's, makes more, sense. it's more on your end that you got to cover. It's more responsibility. Point. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Receptionist. Yeah. So, now you're running, like, a real business. Yeah. They check. They come in. They check in. Yeah. There's a book log of who came in, yeah. what they got done. Exactly. So we're not just winging it. Like, nah, I nah, cut 10 You can't people. just be like, oh, yeah, bro, I only cut five, but they cut 10. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, we ain't doing that. We got the camera on you. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. And that's, do you think that that's the business model moving forward for barbers to like really be successful? For a barbershop owner. Barbershop owner yeah. to be successful. Yes. And it's good for people that's just starting off and they don't have a lot of clientele. Now, a lot of people established, like a lot of barbers and stylists that are established already, they ain't going to no commission situation because they feel like you're going to take all their money. Yeah. But somebody that's trying to build and, uh, and grow, you know, that's a perfect situation because you don't have to, you know, pretty much me getting you clients, I'm, I'm going to feed you pretty much and I'm providing client and the training for you, you know, so. Can you go swimming with these units? The three to four month young ones. Actually, one the one or two month ones you can as well. The two to four week units, uh, <laughs> don't, do don't do don't it. Don't play yourself. Don't mix this with Chloe. Don't play yourself. Nah. You get what you pay for. Yeah, for sure. But then it's like, so if, say for instance, this is the thing. I try to tell even even because it looks like it's yours, it's not. The, the thing is, if you keep up with the maintenance, you fine. But there are some people that do not keep up with the maintenance. And um, so if it's if it's already lifting a little bit before you get in that water, I would say <laughs> yeah. just well, let, me, let me ask you this. Don't do it. For, for, <laughs> yeah. for, yeah, for, for barbers, black barbers <laughs> specifically, um, is there any way because is there any way for them to kind of make the money that you make without doing the units? Like, can you make that kind of money just being a regular barbershop owner? Mm. No, probably not. Owner. Possibly, yes. If, if you have like a lot of different locations, locations right? Locations, yeah. But, but it's hard. If you're just a barber, no, nah, you need to have a high, uh, some type of high ticket price item, high, something. Item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Got, it can't be. It, yeah. it got to be more than forty dollars. Yeah, you twenty five, forty dollars. Not that's the hot towel's not gonna be. Now enough. you can make six figures, but not multiple six figures. Low six figures. Yeah, low, low six. Like a hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so this, this is the yeah. way. This, this is the business model moving yeah. forward. You gotta get yeah. into this. Yeah. You gotta get. They gotta get into it. They gotta all figure it out. They gotta take your class. They, they do. <laughs> hey, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we only try to help our alumni. We only try to help our alumni. So if y'all see me out there with a, with a, a unit, I don't want y'all to laugh. Just know that way did it. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. All right. So yeah, when you said um, previously. I don't know where I thought about this question. It just came out of nowhere. But <laughs> you said you said previously that it was two business models, but there's a membership model. Uh, um, can you talk about that? The membership model. Um, so people pay a, a monthly membership to be a part of my network. Um, so you can either be a part of the network where I, I send you clients, or you can be a part of my mentorship. 
So it's two different prices for that. And then there's a fee. Um, when I actually send you a client, I get paid off the first visit. I don't take, I don't try to be greedy. I only pay, you only pay me the first visit that I send you. So say, say for instance, I send you, you know, you go to, and, and they, they give me 50% of the service mm-hmm. that one time, but now that's your client mm. for forever. You know, I mean, that's like, a good test. I mean, yeah. it's a test trial, right? Because yeah. what if I didn't like it? If you didn't like it, yeah. Then isn't that, that's, your name's on the line. Yeah, yeah, facts, 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 facts. I've had, I've had that happen once so far, yeah. Do barbershops have memberships like gyms? Like, can you be like... I thought that's interesting. That is, there right? some, yeah, they did that with our car wash. It was like, oh, this yeah, is no, more yeah. Convenient. I'm on a subscription for my car wash yeah, where, like, yeah, yeah. I pay like forty dollars and I can go like anytime Every, I want. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I have. Do they have like you pay five hundred dollars, but you can get as many haircuts as you want? There are some people that do that. How you feel about that, young? Because they'll, right. they'll abuse it. Yeah, they'll abuse <laughs> it. I'm in there every other day, and it's like <laughs> if nah, I, if I, I don't that. know where I'm gonna be at the the rest of the time. Like, I don't even know. Like next week, I could get a call and gotta go somewhere. I don't like now. My clients know what I do also. In order to sit in my chair, they, they pay a deposit. So if, it's, if the service is um, $650, they pay, the client is paying like $260 deposit before they even show up. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to lie. That does kind of lock me in. So I have to plan my life ahead of time. How long does it take to, uh, get, the, to get it done? So I, it takes me about an hour to hour and a half each head. That's typical? Or yeah. you just like, cause you're a master Well, because it, when I first started, it was like three hours. But okay. now, cause I'm so used to doing it. Yeah, it's about an hour to hour and a half. <clears throat> how many so days, how many days a week do you cut? I mean, uh, I mean, like, not cut, well, but, but you can only fr- cut one day a I week. I only cut Fridays, but. And um, how many ways do you do units? So sometimes on Mondays, but mostly just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So I do about six to seven people, uh, sometimes eight a day. A day? Mm-hmm. So pretty much all day, pretty much. Yeah. So you're off yeah. traditional Sunday and Monday barbershop days off. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday and most Mondays. Why do barbers take Mondays off? I never understood. Like no barber works on Monday. Because you want, you know, because they got to yeah. they got to work yeah, Saturday. Yeah, they got to work Saturday. Hanging out yeah, the weekend, yeah, yeah. you just you know, right, that, that, that Monday you be needing that. You need, you need two yeah. days off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wait, man. Pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for for man. for for dropping gems on us. How can Thank the people? You, Contact you information on your on your shops information on the classes all that social media handles and yeah. all that all social media handles Wade the Barber uh, WadeTheBarber dot com is my website all the information is always there for the classes or whatever I got going on so um, yeah Instagram is probably the the probably the, if you don't be on the website Instagram is probably the next page you know Facebook I'm I'm working with my Facebook <laughs> same, same here yeah the, the, the Facebook man I mean because I post to Facebook from Instagram so okay yeah. okay 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 yeah Wade the Barber all social media, all social media outlets. Excuse me. Dope, 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 dope. dope. Troy, housekeeping items. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. We actually just ran into a bunch of our patrons at yeah, our, sure. our, our event, man. Shout out to everybody that that came through from Patreon and all our new members. Um, I actually spoke to a few of them today, man. That was dope because they've been connecting with us, and now we get to see us in, in real person. Like, so glad you came to the DMV. So shout out to them. Um, as you know, that's our proud to pay program. Uh, we have five different tiers, so feel free to join at any. Just know that at tier four and five, you have access to EYL University. As you see that, we are wearing some new merch today. We got the EYL University merch that hasn't um, hit the streets yet, but it will be by the time you hear this. So uh, make sure to go support that and stay in tune for our Monday uh, webinars, our Wednesday webinars, and our Thursday floating webinar. We're trying to figure out which day is going to be Thursday or Friday, but three times a week, man, we're giving out classes and webinars are different types of business and real estate um so stay in tune for that and what else we got man 
Um, yeah, well, EYL University, I just want to double down on that. Once again, if you're not familiar, that's the educational portal that we have. And we do three live classes every single week with mm-hmm. different presenters on different topics. And it's a Zoom class, so you can interact with the uh, presenters. And yeah. it's really it's really dope. One thing about the podcast, we, we establish really great relationships with, with people. And, um, you know, they, they become our friends and they, they teach classes yeah. for us. They do workshops for us. A so it's really dope. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we just, we, just, we just finished up our um, second workshop. Yeah. That we that we did for the year, and we're doing our live podcast tomorrow. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, and crazy. once again, we're hitting the road. We're taking this this show on the road. So, January twenty fifth and January twenty sixth. Hopefully, the, the, the information might be up by the time this podcast comes out. If not, very soon. Yeah. Um, we'll have all the information and, and all the details on Atlanta. But um, make sure you check us out in Atlanta, man, for sure. And make sure, like you said, the merch still popping. Yeah. Um, yeah. All flavors too. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah, that's it. Anything else? Yeah, we got our book tip. Oh, I got it. Our okay. book tip is the success factor: twelve keys to help you win in life. By you know that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none other yeah. than right. Wade Men- Menendez. Yeah, yeah. There Thank is. You. I appreciate that. No problem. There you have it. Great there book. you have it. It's a great book. <laughs> great book. <laughs> highly, <laughs> highly, rec- <laughs> highly recommend it. <laughs> Another stream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.